Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Red Circle, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Spotify and the Five Reasons YouTube channel. If you go there, make sure you hit like and subscribe. Go to fivereasonsports.com for all of your written content without a paywall. And check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. All-Star Game this weekend. You can play it on prize picks. Use the code 5FIVE. Get your initial deposit matched up to $100. Again, prize picks can be downloaded from the Google Play Store, the Apple App Store, or prizepicks.com. And again, you can play all of the other sports as well. So if you want to play NHL, MMA, boxing, it's all on there. And you can play that in addition of course, to the NBA and golf too, if you want to do that as well. Go to prizepicks.com, use that code F-I-V-E. And for gambling, go to betteredge.com. That's with an O in it, betteredge.com. There, use the code 5RSN. That's the number 5RSN. You get $20 to play. This is peer-to-peer legal sports betting. Legal sports betting. they got all kinds of tournaments over there. It's not from Costa Rica or something like that. It's from Minneapolis, okay? So you're going to get paid Again, it's legal, no trouble with it whatsoever, and you can find the line that you want. So go to betteredge.com, use the code 5RSN, prizepicks.com, use the code 5FIVE. And now, tonight's episode. Down Five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor plan, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop with one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. I got Greg Sylvander. You can follow me at Greg Sylvander. Got Alex Toledo. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket. Make sure you check out Starting Nine, which I did on the Five Reasons YouTube channel this morning, where I covered some of this, but now I'm bringing in Alex and Greg to talk about it. Also, before we get to it, which is Kevin Love and Russell Westbrook, what we want to discuss tonight, I uh, do want to mention that we did a, a something called Playback the other night on Heat Nets. The game didn't go so well, but Playback did. We had more than 150 of you 
join us. And basically what we do is we just have fun calling the game. We have a stream up there and we talk about the game and you guys interact with us and it's not cutting into any of our other programming. So we're going to do it again on Sunday night for the all-star game and start to do it in the second half of the heat season. So check it out. It is now pinned to my Twitter page or the five reasons sports Twitter page. All right, let's get to it. Russell Westbrook, Kevin Love. We're going to start with the Kevin Love part of this. This all stems from a report the previous night, late in the night, from Shams reporting that Kevin Love uh, had interest in uh, the Miami Heat and that the Miami Heat have interest in him. And, of course, he's working on a buyout. And so working on a buyout means he could become available to the Heat here. We know that Eric Spolstra has long liked Kevin Love's skill set, but there's another part of this. Kevin Love went to college at UCLA with Russell Westbrook. They have a very close relationship. It's been documented. Uh, Love has always sort of defended Russ in the press, and he'd have two roster spots available. And so even though Russell Westbrook reportedly meeting with the Clippers, but according to Woj, just talking to other teams as well, this brought up the possibility of using both of the roster spots on those two players. Let's start with the love thing here first, Greg. What are you hearing about the Heat interest? They're interested, and they are definitely uh, – you know, the interesting thing about this is Jeff Swartz, who reps Kevin Love and Russell Westbrook and Victor Oladipo and Tyler Hero and once upon a time Hassan Whiteside, you know, you develop relationships with, with agents in that way, and I think that that allows you to um, – you know, get a gauge for things. And I, I believe that the, that it's been communicated via back channels or however that takes place. I'm not privy to that process that this would be a great fit. He would have a role. And this is the other thing. Miami has positioned themselves with the way that they uh, skirted further away from the tax and have available exception money to spend to where they can, if it if it is a money thing, they can outbid another team as well. So that's all of the factors in play. Um, I would wonder if they would dangle a starting spot for Kevin Love. I mean, it's Kevin Love was people were were coming after me last year when I said Tyler Hero was the runaway six man of the year, and I would not accept the Kevin Love argument. And there were bas- great basketball minds who said Kevin Love should be should have been the six man of the year last year. So maybe he's a great bench player. I think that that would be the best role for him here. I'd love to see him regain form. Um, I think that there's uh, definitely – uh, a possibility that this could happen. Nothing is obviously final yet in terms of his buyout. So we kind of have to let that chip fall first, but uh, it, it, it's, it's definitely, I guess, and we're going to transition to Russell Westbrook in a bit too. And I'll just say this, like if instead of a trade at the deadline, they end up getting Westbrook in love for just in a, in a hypothetical way, that to me at least shows that they're trying to do something to inject uh, some new energy and life into this group. And so that would, that, that would be a positive in my eye. Well, it would be Dwayne Dedman uh, who was killing your team and a second round pick for two guys who one is definitely in the hall of fame and the other is likely in the hall of fame, or at least a, a candidate for the hall of fame, even though of course they're both towards the back end of their careers. Uh, let's get to the basketball part with love. And then again, we'll get to Westbrook later, Alex. We talk about dangling a starting spot. He's averaged only 25 minutes a game over the past three years. Um, he went through a bunch of years where he was injured. 
Uh, he was in his prime an elite rebounder. Uh, he became a very, very good three-point shooter. Even this year, he's at 35% for three, which is not where he's been over the past few years, but is better than the majority of the Heat. Uh, Eric Spolstra has always coveted his skill set. I know that. I kind of painted myself in a corner with Kevin Love because I became the defend when I was covering the, the big three era, the defend, and then it transitioned obviously to the other big three era in Cleveland. And I covered them their first, their first year together. I was up there a lot for Bleacher Report. I became the Chris Bosch is better than, than Kevin Love kind of defender. And in fact, I'm actually the one who sat down with Chris Bosch in a totally harmless little interview before we went to Rio for uh for a preseason game between the heat and the Cavs in 2014 and Bosch was the one I was the one who asked Bosch about what Kevin Love was gonna be facing in Cleveland and he said essentially that it was gonna be difficult playing with LeBron because uh you know when you're when you're playing with LeBron it's like you're you're used to getting like being at the buffet and getting everything you want and now it's like they bring you the bread and you'll you have to like it. Uh and and the point was that Kevin Love was gonna have to you know sort of adjust his game to play with with LeBron in Cleveland, and that proved true. And there was a whole fit in, fit out, and and all of that stuff. Um, he's not the same player as he was then, but I've come around to it, Alex. Like I, I feel like when you're saying, okay, you need a guy who can shoot a three, who can rebound. He's never been a great defender, but you can kind of hide him, and positionally he might be okay. And he has a good relationship with Bam. They developed that on the national team. I, I feel like this is a good target. Yeah, I mean, it just makes a lot of sense. Like you said, on starting nine, you know, you can find flaws in every buyout player. That's why they're on the buyout market. But we know the flaws with the roster construction for this specific heat roster. We don't have to get into it. But, we know, like a lot of the minutes are played by undrafted guys. They're missing size. They're missing shooting. He doesn't get much deeper than that. He provides both of those things. He's not going to propel your team to a different tier of team as a contender or anything like that but he gives you a better shot against some of these teams in the, in the Eastern conference. Like I understand he's not going to be somebody who is maybe closing for you. Although I don't know that that could be a wild card type of move. If it ends up working out, if he's not too bad defensively, but that's really like all there is to it. Like we know that the guy can shoot the hell out of the ball and the percentages have been there on high volume for years. Now I, I do think, you know, his minutes have been so up and down. He's kind of been out of rotation for a month or so, maybe more. And that's kind of uh, affected him a little bit. But I, I do think he could still provide around 20 minutes or so to a good team. And I think that he could badly use his skill set. Like, they just don't have other big players outside of BAM. And now they're um, undrafted two-way player, Orlando Robinson, right? So they could definitely use his skill set. I think he's a five, obviously, in, in the modern NBA. But you could play him next to BAM because you know he can shoot the hell out of the ball. And he can still rebound. You know, he's still a smart player as a guy who you can run potentially some dribble handoff through at the top of the post. Like he has that skill set still. So he's not, you know, all-star Kevin Love anymore who was leading the league in rebounds and, you know, who was putting up the the, the big stat lines. But he's got a skill set that really makes a lot of sense for, for both sides. Now, if he ended up like signing with a team like the Suns or something like that, you know what I mean? Like somebody who was a better shot at winning a title, I wouldn't be that surprised. But really, it, it, it seems like damn near a match made in bio heaven. And and I think when we talk about role, they could offer a starting spot. I just don't know that it's a starting spot that comes with 30 minutes, right? Like you could play love six or seven minutes to start the first half and to start the second half, but he wouldn't be just a placeholder. Like some of those starters have been 
he would be a guy who starts that and then is available to close. I mean, I, I feel like you could carve out 20 to 22 minutes for him that way. The benefit of that is Caleb Martin goes back to doing what he should be doing. And and I, I feel like as we get into the Westbrook part of this, and I'm not, I don't know that Westbrook is coming. There was a report from Barry today that the Heat have done their due diligence on this and they've gotten mixed reports about Russ. Um, Barry's an excellent reporter. Some of that felt a little bit to me like the organization kind of spinning, not going hard after him or, or the fact that they don't think they're going to get him. And so, you know, kind of getting out in front of it. I, I don't know that that's true, but that that the timing of that felt a little bit like it to me. But you could make a case that if you brought in Russ and you didn't want to have to play him with Oladipo off the bench, that you could put together a starting lineup of Russ, Tyler – which would be interesting. Uh, Jimmy, Love, and Bam. And your bench then would be Gabe, Vic, Martin, uh, and Struess, correct? I mean, plus, I guess, I mean, Yurt maybe is, or Orlando Robinson is kind of your your emergency big or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like you would, you would be putting all of your high energy undrafted guys back where they belong on the bench together. I still think that Kevin Love would end up coming off the bench because he could play the four or the five off the True. bench. And True. so like just for balance, for the sake of balance, because I don't know to your point in a high leverage situation, can they count on Orlando Robinson and, and Omer Yurtsev? And we're going to see, but we don't know yet. So for me, it would feel like probably Caleb would, would keep that starting spot for now. I think long-term, to your point, they really to find uh, an anchor next to franchise player Bam Adebayo is priority. Uh, it's priority one or two coming up here shortly. But uh, for now, I think you keep Caleb there. Let Caleb, let Kevin Love come off the bench uh, and let him basically play either spot. That's kind of the the beauty of it is that he can come in and and toggle back and forth. Uh, with Westbrook, it's a little different because I would expect he would expect to want to start over a player like Gabe Vincent just by pedigree. And I could be wrong there. I could be, but like, am I, Ethan, am I, you think I'm out well, of bounds? Well, I mean, the Cl- the Clippers can offer him a starting spot. So that, that's, 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 that's what you're competing with. And, there. And, and, and am I wrong? And please just, uh, and, and I won't interrupt you again here. I want to make sure that I didn't give bad information on off the floor. They did promise Joe Johnson a starting spot. And that was part of why he yes, came here in that buyout true. situation. Right. Yes. That, that, so yes, so exactly. there's, pre- so there's precedent for them doing that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, they, they, they will do that. Uh, if they have to, they, they will do that if they have to. And I, yes, from my recollection of the 15, 16 season, it was 16 when it happened was that Joe was promised a starting spot and he was highly coveted by other teams but the Heat had that spot to give because Bosch was sick. And so they were able to move Deng to the four, and there was a natural spot there for him at the three. I mean, it was otherwise it was like Gerald Green. And I, so I, they, they had they had a spot to give Joe Johnson. And, and Dwayne pushed heavily for Joe to come because they had a relationship, and that helped too, which is the other part of this. You guys know Kevin Love and Jimmy Butler have a history, and it's not great, right? Have, have you come across that, Greg, in your conversations with anybody? Because I haven't fully explored that yet, but you you know that, right? I didn't know that. Nobody has said that explicitly. Um, that's interesting. That's not something that I 
you know, I was asking about, so I didn't prompt anybody maybe in the way that I should have as I'm inquiring, but no, that's not something that I've heard. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to look it up on the fly here because it, it, it does, I don't know that it's something they can't overcome. And again, I didn't really have the time to do the due diligence on it today, but uh, let's see. This is, uh, I'm trying to find that there was a reference. Uh, I think, it, I think what it was, was, and I, I know that, uh, I, I know the Heat fans are going to be like, I should have known this right off the top. And they're probably right. It had something to do with Kevin Love mocking the whole Jimmy getting up at three in the morning thing. Um, oh, yeah. Do you, do you remember this? This was. That's right. You're, um, that, that is what it was. I, I I mean, nobody has brought that up as some kind of. Oh, here we go. Here we go. You ready? All right. So October, I'm going to give it to you here. And again, I don't, I don't know. I'm just going to say this off the top. I have to explore this a little bit more. But I know that Kevin Love and Bam developed a good relationship. Uh, that I know. All right, but here, uh, let's see. Jimmy Butler clocked in. This is from an article on, uh, well, this came in on Clutch Points, but it was actually pulled from Yahoo Sports, I believe, or Cleveland.com. Here we go. Uh, Jimmy Butler clocked in at 3.30 a.m. so he could work out before the Miami Heat held their first practice season. Count. This was 2019, so this was Jimmy's debut with the Heat in practice. Cleveland's, uh, Count Cleveland Cavaliers all-star Kevin Love, someone who thinks it was all for show. The heat practice at 10 a.m. We all, as we all know, though, Butler has a world-class work ethic, likes to train early morning. Come on, man. It's a long season. Love told Chris Fedora of Cleveland.com. I do think Jimmy's an amazing player, but I think there are some things that are for show. We've been putting in long hours, us getting up at 3.30 and getting in there is not something we're going to do uh, anything but for us but to make us mad. So, And I, I just remember it being a storyline in practice one day, so that's why it sticks out to me. I don't know if this is insurmountable, Jimmy but Jimmy remembers every Jimmy Jimmy remembers every slight. I just I we've talked about that before. It just mean it just means Kevin Love's gonna get his ass kicked in practice. <laughs> well, That's all. But he, but he, but he, but this is a good question though. Actually, I, actually, we should talk about this because there is a thing with buyout guys. Okay, when I've talked to people around the league about this, they've gotten paid. Like they got bought out. Like that's the whole thing. They negotiate buyouts with their current teams. I don't know what the buyout's going to be with Cleveland or how much of his overall contract he's going to get. But Kevin Love has made you know well north of a hundred million dollars over the course of his career. There, there is a, a phenomenon here where buyout guys come and they just they don't want to put in the effort. I mean, to be honest with you, the Heat have kind of dealt with this with Kyle Lowry over the past couple of years, and he wasn't a buyout guy. So I I just I just want to caution everybody with buyout players. They tend to be. You know, towards the end of their career, they're looking for kind of maybe one last payday after this one and, you know, and maybe sort of a ride into the sunset kind of thing. And, and they, it's been a thing where he he'd have picked up buyout guys and they haven't really been ready to put in the work. It's like one out of five, Ethan hits, you know what I mean? Like right. something in that range. So Joe Johnson, and then there's been a whole bunch of them that haven't really hit. And this may be the year that one of them hits, but you can't really count on it. And, but that's where the heat are in terms of how they supplement this core this season. Uh, so you got to hope one of them hits, but to your point, like you're right. Like, you know, if one of these guys hits, then the buyout market next year, we don't have to do any shows because we know none of them will hit law of averages. Well, would you say I'll go to you on this, Alex? Would you say Joe Johnson hit here? Yeah, I mean, look, I I really enjoyed the Joe Johnson experience up until that uh, <laughs> Raptors playoff series. No, he hit. Come on, I I know that, no. that that was really bad at the end. Come on, he had to hit. Yeah, that's just the thing. It had the sour ending because he couldn't make a damn three in the in the Raptors series. Like I think if he would have made you know one or two, they could have maybe won. They got to game seven, but. <laughs> 
I just remember that's what I remember. But I but I do remember how much I enjoyed watching him before that because his game was still smooth as hell, and he was just like a fun role well, player to have. I mean, he was hitting I mean, everything. Slow is slow as slow as hell. Yes, I mean smooth, slow. I you, you characterize it either way. Did Mike Bibby yeah, hit guys? Did, guys, did Mike Bibby hit? Man, hell no. Did he hit a single shot that entire season? Because no, I I, I hold to Not in this the playoffs. Troy this Murphy is, didn't hit either. <laughs> they didn't pick him up though, but he I went know, to Boston. I know, but for Boston, I know that's what no. But saying. everybody was freaked was out Bird about him going to Boston. The, the the best the he was a buyout guy. The best in season guy that the Heat have ever gotten was Chris Anderson, and the only reason that he was still available was because they were investigating, you know, this very serious case against him. The Heat investigated for months. They were investigating this very serious case against him and realized there was no merit to it, and so they brought him in. Okay, he was cleared. And he was unbelievable from the very beginning. Like, I, I mean, the Birdman experience, like, gets colored a little bit by the last year, and he kind of faded a little bit. But, like, there's no words to put into how good he was that year. They were 37-3 and three in games he played in the regular season. His, <laughs> his acquisition directly tied to the 27-game winning streak. Look it up. Because this is the 10-year anniversary. We're in it right That's now right. of that winning streak. And I actually want to do an episode on that eventually. Um, and and everything that went on in that winning streak because I covered all twenty seven, okay. And I and but Birdman, they do not win two thirds of those games without Birdman. They were struggling to rebound. They had an energy problem. I remember LeBron being in Portland. We're way off track here tonight. I apologize, but I remember LeBron being in Portland and basically trying to say through gritted teeth that we had enough, but it was obvious he didn't think they did. And then it was literally like a day later that they made the Birdman signing, and he changed everything. I, I don't think Heat fans should expect that from Kevin Love. I, I think he I think Kevin Love is going to frustrate people defensively. Like one terrific chase down or or sort of, uh, you know, staying with Steph Curry on the perimeter does not erase the fact that Kevin Love has been a lazy defender for large majority of his career. And he does not now have that kind of even the quickness he had before. And he's never been a rim protector at all. So it's not like he's going to help you in that regard. He's been a, a, an elite rebounder. And he's been an elite three-point shooter, and he's a very good passer, and he's a smart player. But I do think there are some things that are going to frustrate Heat fans about him. So I just want to caution it. But with that being said, I would sign him. So, But after the break, I want to ask a question about him versus another player before we get to Russ. Um, And we'll do that uh, quickly as we go forward here. We do want to tell you about another great sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network, All Pro Construction Builders. That's our friend Danny. You can find him at 305 484-4429, 305-484-4429. Find all pro construction builders on Instagram. South Florida residents, you know this, hurricane season, no matter what month it is. I know it's February. Hurricane season is still around the corner. Protect your home or business now. Don't wait until June or July or August. We haven't had a huge name storm really kill us down here for a long time. It's time to get your windows done. Make sure your home is protected, Okay. Miami-Dade, Monroe counties, they service that as well as Broward. They use locally made products, American-made. All pro construction builders, reach out to Danny. He's a huge Heat fan. Use his phone number, 305-484-4429, 305-484-4429. If you mention five reasons, you'll get a 10% discount on your entire bill. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. 
A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Simple question for you here, Alex. Kevin Love or Serge Ibaka? I knew you were going to go there, and we didn't talk about this pre-show, so I didn't actually know, but I had a feeling. And this is good that you asked me because I was actually thinking about this today, and my answer is the, the, you know, the most cowardly one. Why not both? But seriously, I think if I had to pick one, I, I might just go love just because of how desperately the Heat could use somebody who could shoot the ball consistently uh, along with the size because I think he's going to be more useful to them ultimately as a um, stretch five than as somebody who plays next to Bam. But the thing is, I would feel better about him next to Bam than I would with Serge. So I, although Serge has shown off um, the ability to be a stretch big in the past, it's you know, the majority of it has been kind of in the mid range. And I feel like, you know, he's shown a little bit of a three here and there, but I, I don't know. I think the, the, the Ibaka thing might be on the, the downswing. I don't know. I feel like if you could get him in shape, he might be able to show you a little something still as a rim protector. But um, as far as being able to play next to Bam, I think love gives you that extra function. So that's probably what would be the tiebreaker for me. I just think, and also, you know, he just hasn't been used much since uh last season so some fresh legs there and of course like i said the the shooting i just think i mean it, honestly i i would pick up both like i think they could use the 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 front court depth and just try to see which one you like best not necessarily play them next to each other anything like that but try to see uh you know what works there and you kind of have different options because right now there is no front court depth so picking up two vets who have done it on the highest levels before even if they're tailing off a bit um i think it would be cool but well, I, I would pick love well great I mean, love was a six man of the year candidate last season so i just think he's he's closer yeah he's probably got more left i, I i'll and, and plus well i don't want to bring up a sore subject but there's been some questioning Serge's age uh who played with him although he's always uh that's such bullshit I, I, he's always challenged that. Who was it who did it? Was it uh, Kendrick Perkins? Perkins. Oh yeah, yeah, he, yeah, exactly. Okay, so, but, but here, here's the thing about it, Greg. Um, they're not, they're not going to get both, right? I mean, they, they're not. They're, I mean, they're not going to. Hey, they could. They could. Okay, so, but, but, but I don't who, think they're going to. But I, who I, do they like better, though? They like love better, right? 
Yeah. Because of need, I think that that's what breaks the tie here. There's a world where Russell Westbrook um, spearheading um, the bench scoring that they so sorely lacked this year and Kevin Love kind of being that stretch big that can rebound and do some of those things. There's a world where if you added those two, like I can talk myself into them being somewhat contributors to this team and and helping in ways. Uh, But I just think there's going to be really um, a lot of competition for services. And uh, so I'm expecting it to go more towards Kevin love and that'll be a good addition. I think that um, he'll be welcome here. He'll come off the bench, but play a ton. But there's financial ramifications here too. Like the Heat can offer Love more money, but only if they offer him all of it, right? I mean, well, if, well, if, this if, is if, the if, thing. Like they they essentially, um, because they're you know almost five million, four million mm-hmm. and change away from the, the 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 luxury tax, they can use their um, biannual exception money that's left over to offer it to one of those guys. They could, I guess, split some of that money. Um, between the two, but then like the, the lead, the vet minimum at these guys years of service is, is like basically at that amount anyway. So mm-hmm. to really get a guy, if it, if this comes down to financial stuff, then you're getting only one of the two. And I would imagine at that point you could pick which one you'd want because you can outbid anybody, but I just feel like Kevin love is the guy that positionally works better at this moment. All right, and let's let's talk about uh, the other part of this, which is the Westbrook love angle, which is that these guys have a relationship, and I just wonder if the relationship is strong enough that it could sway one of them to come with the other. Greg, before I get back to Alex here to close, I mean, do you think there's any possibility of that? Hey, guys, come come finish out your careers or rebuild your value here in Miami together, just like UCLA. You know, I would love to tell that kind of story. And maybe that is the angle that Riley will pitch. Um, Although I I don't believe that this is a pitch process, frankly. Uh, I don't know that they're connected in that way. And I would, I mean, that sounds like a great story. I'm in for it. I think that that's the kind of tie-ins and the kind of chemistry that rekindles itself if they both come that like can be the connective tissue of that perfect circumstance i described earlier of them being contributors but ultimately i think someone will outbid for one of the two and they'll go elsewhere uh you know uh alex is mentioning in the chat brian Goins said that the Suns can offer up to five million so they may have some exception money stored away if they want to go into the tax um so you know there's probably other teams as well so i think that it's safer to bet on one of the two not both well there is precedent to bring in this kind of multiple bigs thing that alex is talking about and see who hits the nets did it the nets did it with Millsap, aldridge and blake griffin and i think they basically recognized Millsap couldn't play anymore blake gave them a little something and aldridge as we know you know didn't really commit right so so i mean it's you know you try this with these name guys and you see if it still flies you see what they still have in the tank my overall thought is is this okay uh it would make them more interesting <laughs> that's kind of where i come down on this because uh, this thing has gotten stale uh i mean we can't argue against that i have we have heat fans who are apologizing to me on twitter that they're not listening to podcasts and it's not because we've gotten worse although we probably have uh, it's just that they they just know where this team is going it's it's a it's it's a 
you know, borderline, you know, first round winner, you know, certainly out in the second round in five games. Like that's basically where they're headed. I don't know that adding uh, Kevin Love changes that equation that much. It feels to me like a lot of guys, again, who vets who've gone to teams at the end that were kind of struggling and they get a little injection of life, but they ultimately flame out. But, but I feel like at least they'd have a puncher's chance in some of these matchups. And I, and I do think that it would, it would inject a little bit of life to the locker room too. And it it might return some guys to their rightful roles. And I think that that, that to me is the best part of this potentially, if you could get 20 functional minutes out of Kevin Love, then Caleb Martin can go back to doing what he should be doing. And, and I just, everything kind of falls in a natural order. And if you have Kevin Love spacing the floor, then you're not as reliant on Struess and maybe there's some pressure off him. I I just, I, I think, and this is a point Greg made in the chat. It shows fans you're trying the other name we have not talked about very much here is there was a report today that Goran Dragic could be on the way out in Chicago. And I can tell you from talking to Goran about three weeks ago, he would love to be back here. So yeah. if, if let's say Russ goes to Chicago for whatever reason, if that ends up coming to fruition, that was the first place I heard. And then it got quiet again. Mm-hmm. If they release Goran, Goran coming back to Miami is a layup in my opinion. Yeah, I think so too. And, and but the other part of this is what happens with Goran, what happens with Russ, how much they pursue these players tells you a lot about what they think about what Depot is going to contribute the last couple months of the season. Because I, if you don't think that Depot can kind of run the bench because he can't stay on the court, then you are more inclined to go get somebody else who can do it. Um, I do want to mention our sponsors again, and I'm going to let Alex close on this prize picks. Use the code 5FIVE, betteredge.com, all pro construction builders. We always mention to water cleanup of Florida. Reach out to WCUFL.com, WCUFL.com to Michael Robert and his team. If you got a leak, mold damage, anything like that in your their house, they service all three counties. They're based in Boca. It's water cleanup of Florida, WCUFL.com. If you got the schmutz, they got the guts. All right, Alex, I'm going to let you close on this ceiling of the oh before i do i gotta mention one thing but i never finished my take my take my hot take on the heat is if eric spolster had gone to mario chalmers in game two of the 2011 finals instead of game six over mike bibby it wouldn't have mattered what lebron did that the heat would have won that championship and Dwayne wade would have been the mvp of that Mm. series that that's that's my take from now until the end of time mike bibby turned in the worst final series of any player of all time have you told eric that yet I should have that conversation with Eric. He probably would agree with me on that. I know who agrees with me on that. Mario Chalmers, Alex, uh, ceiling, ceiling of this team. If they add, let's say they add Kevin Love and Russell Westbrook. Ceiling of this team. At the guts. <laughs> Honestly, man, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and lie. I, I don't think the ceiling changes that much. Adding those two guys. Like I, I, that doesn't mean it's not worth it, though. Like, first of all, when you talk about a history with buyout guys, adding two guys like that uh, of that talent and caliber, you know, that's that's kind of unheard of, right? Through through the buyout, like I just think, you know, even though that they're kind of away from their primes at this point, Kevin Love as a pick and pop threat, I just think that would be an incredible addition to add for free. Um, and the Westbrook thing really only makes sense. If you're thinking about it from a perspective of you don't know what you're going to get from Kyle and Depot from a health perspective for the rest of the season. Cause I do think when the team is healthy, if everybody's available, I don't really know how you figure out that guard rotation. 
right? And that's that's getting past just the conversation of whether or not Russ starts with guys out, right? That's I just think it seems like there, it's too many hurdles to cross for a guy who has stuff left in the tank, and I understand why people would want him on the Heat. And look, I, I never thought I would even consider the thought of bringing Russ onto the Heat. Like I, I just think this team with you know, it being one of the worst shooting teams in the league, yeah, him being one of the worst shooting players by volume of all time, it's a tough fit. Not, you know, not to mention the other stuff with the rotation. You know, they could use somebody who can break down a defender and get to the rim and make stuff happen. But so much of it is theoretical when you really consider the reality of it once you have to watch him every night. And that's kind of what I was saying in our five on the floor chat today is that Russ is a guy who I think is a lot easier to admire as a fan from afar, because when you have to watch him every night, you start seeing why teams have been dumping him every season. And and I'm really not trying to talk down on him. It's just because, you know, like it, it, I'm glad that he for himself, that he took that like lesser role, quote unquote, with the Lakers because it made him look better. But he was still taking the shots and making the same questionable decisions that he was just off the bench. So it's fine. Like, I think if you can convince Russ to do that and he's good with it and there's a possibility that he's phased out of the rotation completely, then yeah, work it in. It just seems like it's one too many hurdles for a team that is right now heading into the all-star break as a playing team. So I, I don't think the rusting happens, although it would be kind of funny and chaotic. And I think it would be fun for us to cover. Um, so I'm not against it. I, you know, it's like, what, what can they lose? I don't think it happens. And so that's why I kind of went earlier to the whole do the love and Ibaka thing. Cause it's just kind of like the best of what's left out there. And we know that both of them have different skill sets that could potentially help out the heat if just one of them hits. But no, I don't think the rust thing happens, even though it could be fun. Love and Dragic is what I want to see. That would be fun. I, 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 you want to energize the the Heat fan base? Bring Goran back if he gets cut. I, I'm at the point. Do something to entertain me at this stage. Just do something to entertain. I can't. I am so disillusioned by that last. Their two needs are size and entertainment. I, that exactly. I'm so disillusioned <laughs> by that last game before the break. I, I mean, they they let Mikel Bridges in his first week with the, with the Nets go for 45 against them when they hang their head on defense. It's like they all checked into the All Star break early, and I just any any momentum or good feeling I was building about this team. It just it. We'll see if it comes back in a week. I just I want them to be interesting this year. Like we this, need this, shiny new toys. I, so, well, no, these are shiny old toys. But I just so, <laughs> we need we need we need something something to get us through the we rest. Got of a, we got a great deal at a yard sale. We we've been going on Saturday mornings. <laughs> I, I amazing just, deal. Whatever you can find on Craigslist. All right, thanks to our sponsors. Uh, check out our off the floor feed. That's it. We've talked too much tonight. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network.